Hey, 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 you're listening to the Strong and Capable Podcast with Bridgette Heller, where we talk about radical motivation, life's ups and downs, and all the victories that come with it. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Strong and Capable Podcast. I'm excited because this month we're talking about mental health, and mental health is near and dear and very important to me, so we're going to dive in. Last week, I shared about how I have anxiety and I view it as my superpower because when I can know all the things, I can take in all the information and know what to do with it, assess the threats, deal with it, it's a good thing. I just can't let it run away with me. And so having the tools in my tool belt to work with that is the most important thing I can do. So this week, we're going to talk a little bit about survival mode. Survival mode is one of those things that I've had the opportunity to see a lot of, both in my own life, because I live it, and in other people's lives, because I've been the leader in the group, the community, the whatever, that's managing and working and helping people. And when they're in survival mode, they act different. So it allowed me to really see it and think, hmm, what is this thing? What do I notice? I'm seeing a pattern here. I'm a pattern person. I love it. I love seeking the commonalities and understanding humans, why we work, how we work, all the things. It makes me very, very happy. (laughs) So um, I'm going to tell you a story, as always, because I love stories. My son this morning was having a bad day. He's got seasonal allergies. They're making his throat feel yucky and his nose a little runny. And in this time of COVID and all this stuff, It's a little scary, but not scary at all because he always gets seasonal allergies the same time of year. It always acts the same. But you know, when you have those allergies, your head's clogged and you feel yucky. So he's yucky and he's just like, well, I can't go to school, mom. Buddy, you got 10 days, literally 10 days. You can do this. This is how our pet talk's going. You can do this. You're almost there, buddy. I can't go to school. Well, buddy, if you stay home, then the next 10 days, you have to stay home because they'll make us, even if it's a negative COVID test right now, that's how our school's working. So you want to miss the last 10 days because you got allergies? No. Let me just give me five minutes, I'll reset. Okay, buddy, cool. So he resets, he takes a shower, he's fine. But as with all of us, he started the morning off different than he thought he was going to. And so everything's a little slower. Everything's a little rushed at the same time. And I'm packing his lunch and we're getting allergy medicine and he's getting his mask and blah, blah, blah. We're getting all the things, right? It's him and me. We're in it together. We're running late because we got a slow start to the morning. So I'm outside. We ride our bikes every morning. I'm outside. I have the bikes ready. I got his ready. I got mine ready. And I'm like tapping my toes and thinking, I made your lunch. I got your backpack. I got your mask. What did you do, child, other than put on clothes? And he's not coming. And he's not coming. And he's not coming. And I'm watching the clock. And I'm thinking, now we're going to be late. And then you're going to get to school. Not only do you not feel awesome, but you're going to feel worse because you're late. And I'm frustrated. And I'm get, and feeling my anger rise and the anxiety rise. And I'm trying to breathe and tamper it down because this helps nobody and no one to get into that state. And so I'm working through all this. And out comes my son with a dog, with our dog, who doesn't go on bike rides with us. That's not a thing. This is not what we do normally or every day. And here he is bringing out the dog to go on a bike ride to school when we're already late. And I'm like, buddy, 
no, we're not doing this. We are not going to bring the dog. She doesn't even know. She's 125 pounds, which means if she runs the wrong way, one of us is seriously injured. We're not doing this. And he goes, mom, you promised me months ago. And honestly, guys, I didn't have it in me to argue. And I thought, fine, I will take my life into my own hands right now. I will take the dog. Okay. So he jumps on, we go, and it is a little hit and miss. I got a phone call on my watch during that time. I did not answer. I couldn't answer. I knew if she runs the wrong way, if she goes in front of me, this is bad. We do get to school. We make it on time barely. Literally, they unlock the gate to let him in after they had locked the gate. So we make it. And in his mind, even with all the chaos, he was successful. So tomorrow, I expect the same battle because I know my child well enough to know that even though it was chaotic, it was successful. So was it that bad? And this is, I was thinking as I was driving home on my bike, I was like, oh my gosh, this is mental health at its finest. When we are unhealthy, when we're in the worst spot, when we're not feeling tip top 100%, we tend to start to do the self-sabotaging thing. We start to oh my gosh, I just can't do this. And oh my gosh, I need to do this. And, and a lot of times it can be good. It's called survival mode. We go into survival mode and survival mode, usually we start making concessions. Like when I'm in survival mode, we eat out a lot or we eat freezer meals a lot. Um, we will kind of round up our circle a lot of times. We don't have as many people in our life day to day only for emergencies, the problem with survival mode. So survival mode can be good because it helps us overcome the things, right? We were made this way. If there was a threat in the woods, all that adrenaline kicks in, you go into survival mode and most likely you do survive because you heard the twig branch break or you saw the snake slither. And so your adrenaline goes and you're able to protect yourself. The problem with survival mode in today's world is that we hang on to it. We don't allow it to be utilized in the moments we need it, right? Survival mode can be great. It saved me from many car wrecks when that adrenaline hits. I change what I'm doing. I'm able to focus. I'm able to get through the situation. And then usually I have a meltdown later, but that's okay because that's survival mode. Like survival mode is this beautiful, cool thing that works for us. But when we perpetually live in survival mode, it doesn't help us. And the traits that I've seen of someone who's perpetually in survival mode is A, they're not healthy, physically healthy, because when you have all those hormones constantly being fed into your system, it starts to affect other pieces of your body. And so you start physically not being healthy. Their relationships usually aren't healthy because think about it, when you're in survival mode, when you're in that circle up, buckle up, let's get through this, we gotta survive, whatever that is mode, you treat the people you love and the people you care about differently. And that's okay for in the moment because you've got to get through the moment. But if you continuously treat them that way, relationships start falling apart. And this is where I really started to see it in leadership positions was relationships. I started, what is that common thread? As I mentioned earlier, and it was often a family had been through massive trauma or continuous trauma, and now they're living in survival mode continuously. And they treated each other different. They treated the people in their life different. And they treated their health different. They treated their habits different because they were in that survival mode. And that is not healthy living. And we all fall victim to it. 
And it's up to us to recognize it and then decide what we're going to do with it. And that might mean when I've been in survival mode, sometimes I need counseling and medication to work through whatever it is that put me there to get out of it. It also might mean that you just need to recognize it and start exercising or switching it up. So here's a few tips. I have five tips for getting out of the self-sabotaging slash survival mode. Because while they're two different things, the reactions are so similar. That's why I'm kind of lumping them in this way. Hey friend, I'm interrupting this podcast for a real quick message because it's that important. I want you to be able to live awake. I want you to be able to shed the layers of expectation that you've been placing on yourself for all your life. I want you to step into the thing you've been dreaming of, to break through the barrier that's holding you back, to go for the thing that you've always wanted. I want that for you. I want you to live boldly authentic, to connect, to create, to do all the things. If you want that too, go to www.thestrongandcapable.com backslash awake and join my community. We do monthly guidebooks on specific subjects each month. We have monthly guests and weekly meetings of a community who is just truly living boldly authentic. They know who they are, they know where they're going, and they're knowing how to get there each and every day. It's amazing. Come join us. $24.99 a month. You can cancel anytime. It's worth it. Sign up today. So when we're self-sabotaging, a lot of times it's because we're in survival mode and we're just trying to justify our actions, right? So we start self sabotaging, which is what my son did this morning. Um, Okay. Number one, connection, 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 connection. I cannot say it enough. Find yourself internet community that you love, a membership. uh, Hello, my awake one, start there. Come join us. So find yourself a membership you love. There are so many out there. There are free Facebook groups, mine $24.99 a month. There are ones that are thousands of dollars a month. You enter at the level that's comfortable for you, but find a community. I found community when I couldn't afford anything and didn't have it just on Instagram, on pages I loved, posting things that helped me and the people in the comments were in the same place I was and I felt no longer alone because I was connected to them and I could comment with them and work back and forth and message them. Exercise. I know we hate this one, especially in the mental health world. We have this thing with like exercise doesn't fix everything. It doesn't, but We do know, and the science is behind it, that when you exercise, healthy things get going on you with your hormones and your different, even your body, right? Like when your muscles start getting strong, that feels good. So when healthy things are perpetuated, you get healthier. And I've noticed that for myself. I started exercising a month ago. I went through a massive anxiety slash depression. I hate life moment for a couple of weeks. I'm coming out of it now. I've never felt stronger. I love it. But it's because of that intentional action that got my hormones and all the things realigned, it took time. It took time. And then once you get through it, it's awesome. So exercise is great. And I'll explain another thought with exercise in just a little bit. Three, empathy and grace. Hello, if you're in survival mode, that most likely means you've been through something hard. Hard, hard to you and to your situation, and to your life, and to your triggers, and your history, and all your stuff. 
So give yourself some dang grace. Be kind to yourself. <laughs> Love yourself and know that ain't nobody perfect and we're all on a journey here. So allow yourself the process of being on a journey, the grace of being on a journey. Three, creativity. I cannot stress this one enough. It's something I was introduced to not that long ago and the impact it had on my mental health. And it is life changing. So how are you being creative? You might be like, I don't got time to be creative. I'm telling you, spend 10 minutes, five minutes, three minutes a day being creative and it will change the whole rest of your day. The next day, if you spend three minutes, you might find you actually spend six minutes and it'll change your whole next day. And then the next day, maybe nine minutes. Guess what? Whole day will change. Creativity is amazing for us. It resets our brain, it uses different pieces of us that we need to engage. As children, think about children and the energy they have and the ability that they have to overcome. What is the number one thing they're doing? Oh yeah, they're being creative all the time. And they get it all done and they get it done quickly and with an amazing amount of energy. That is an untapped resource for most adults. So please get yourself creative. Get on the piano, get the paintbrushes, get the journal out. Uh, I had in our weight community, one of our members say, I cook. That is my creative. I am in that happy zone when I'm cooking. It can be anything. It does not have to be traditional to be creative. If you're creating on any level, putting together and it engages that part of your brain that's creative and then mindfulness I cannot uh, talk about mindfulness too much in fact I can't talk about it so much that it's actually a whole month in the podcast coming up so journaling meditation music that you love mindfulness 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 being aware and present opening space for your brain to be calm, your heart's rate to slow down, and you to be fully present. Um, I did a beautiful podcast with Cindy a few months ago, and she said, mindfulness can be in the grocery store. Feel the texture of the grocery cart. Be aware of the things around you. Mindfulness can be everywhere. So mindfulness, I love intentional mindfulness, even five minutes a day. I meditate just for five minutes a day. The song is literally like five minutes and 26 seconds to be specific. <laughs> But that five minutes changes my entire day. So I please, please choose mindfulness for yourself. And then the very, very last thing, which ties these all together and is the mantra of the strong and capable and living awake in our community is intentional living. Live intentional. All of these things you can do. And none of these things do you have to like create. Here is my hour for connecting. Now here's my half hour for being creative. You can schedule it and um, dude, if you can schedule it, I'm so excited for you. I'm horrible at scheduling. I'm still learning how to use a calendar very much in my adult life. But if you have the ability to do that, oh, good for you. I'm so excited for you. If you do not, I would challenge you to start noticing these things. Notice the times when you parked your car a few more spaces out and so you exercise a little bit more. Notice the time when instead of allowing chaos to be on the drive, you turned on music that brought your heart and mind into a better spot. Notice the time that instead of opening the bag of salad and putting in there, you added some tomatoes or strawberries or pineapple or something amazing to your salad that mixed it up. That's you engaging in creativity. So one of the best things you can do is notice when you're doing these things because it will encourage you to do more of them. This is intentional living. It's choosing what happens to your life. 
when you're in survival mode, your mental health is suffering. When you're in survival mode, you're allowing, you're saying everything around me dictates my behavior. I am responding to the things around me. When you're out of survival mode, you're saying, no, I dictate my behavior. The things around me respond to me. It is empowering. Survival mode will make you feel weak and out of control. And it will cause you to self-sabotage. The, the experience I gave with Joey this morning was so small. He was self-sabotaging and in just a tiny bit of survival mode. But we do it all the time. And that's why I wanted to share that is because we do these things all the time and we don't even realize it. And so then when the big moments come up, it's that much harder to pull ourselves out of it because we didn't even know about the small ones. First, start with the little things. And then when the big ones come up, you will allow yourself grace to be in survival mode, but you will also have the tools to pull yourself out of it. Oh, Oprah Winfrey, I always like a good quote. You guys know that? So Oprah Winfrey said, the biggest adventure you can take is to live the life of your dreams. This is the scariest adventure too, to take control of your life, to live it. And when I was looking for quotes, it was fun because I put live quotes. I just Googled it, you know, like, what are some fun quotes about living? What's out there? And do you know what came up most was love, quotes about love. Allow yourself not just to live, but to love, to connect, to grow, to embrace all the good things around you with a full open heart. That, my friends, is bravery. That, my friends, is strong and capable. And that's who you are. You are strong and capable. You can do this. You can choose to live each day intentionally and not in survival mode unless it's needed. And when it's needed, again, you have the power to do it in a healthy way. I hope you take charge of your mental health. I hope you know it is in you to own it 100% and to feel empowered each day because of it. No matter what diagnosis, state, mental health you're in, you're in the driver's seat, you get to choose. And I cannot wait to see what you do with that journey. Hey friends, thank you for listening to this episode of the Strong and Capable podcast with our theme this year of saying yes to life. If you love this episode, please share it with your friends on all the social media things because we're everywhere. You can find me on Instagram at Bridgette, B-R-I-G-E-T-T-E dot Heller, H-E-L-L-E-R. Or you can find us on Facebook at The Strong and Capable. That's the free community. And if you're thinking, hmm, it's time for me to live awake, fully step in to who I am and who I can be, then go to www.thestrongandcapable.com backslash awake or you can just go to our homepage and you'll find how to sign up there from that point i will add you to our private facebook group and you will be zooming with us every week it will be amazing i hope you have a good week remember you are strong and capable